Hey, welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask at SWATradio.com. Well, it is January 4th. It is a new year, 2021. Um... I'm afraid it's not going to look much different than last year, if I'm going to be honest about it. But that is what we're going to be talking about this week. It's hard to believe. So thankful to be here. You know, Taylor, we're going, this is our fifth year of broadcasting. Uh, We're going into our fifth year. We just complete our fourth year of SWAT radio. And I really, first of all, want to give a big shout out to our sponsors, Tom Neal Trucking, Ace Door and Window, um, um, Highway to Eternity Ministries, the people that sponsor us, we're so grateful to be on the air and thankful for the listeners who yeah. have have encouraged us with emails and stuff. And you've you've been here since the spring, mm-hmm. and um, you know it's just great. We're going into twenty twenty one. Hard to believe that we survived twenty twenty. I told my <laughs> girls, uh, you know, twenty twenty's in the rearview mirror. Now we're moving forward. And it may look different, but uh, we survived. You know, when you stop and think back to everything that happened last year, you know, I mean, this time last year, I was getting ready to go to Israel. Mm. And, uh, you know, we came back from Israel and not a month and a half later, COVID had just completely kind of come in and taken over. And really, it's been the talk of the world since mm-hmm. isn't that crazy it is pretty crazy. i mean if, if somebody would have told you a year and a half ago so uh the fall of like august of 2020 i mean august of night 2019 that everybody in america would be required to wire masks there'd be no meetings no sporting events you would have laughed them right off the planet churches and, would be closed yeah and, nobody yeah. would have believed that and so you know, it, the thing that's crazy about all of it is, and this is where we can take comfort as believers, is our God reigns. He's in control. And, um, you know, we have opportunities going into 2021 to speak truth. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be tougher, I think, to walk as a true believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. I think it's going to be tougher to speak the truth about things. You're going to be vilified, um, but um, we can do that, and we can speak the truth in love. You don't have to apologize for believing a man's a man, a woman's a woman, Hmm. and that God created a man to love a woman. You don't have to apologize for that. That is God's design, regardless of what uh, the Speaker of the House decides to do with their rules and all that. Mm -hmm. We haven't even got into talking about we got to go back and talk about the end of 2020 (laughs) because we've been gone for three weeks. But um, it's been great. I hope the people enjoyed replays. I listened to some of the replays, and uh, it was really encouraging to go back and listen over the holidays. Did you guys have a nice Christmas and holiday time? Yeah, it was good. We went and... uh... Saw my wife's family, saw my family, so yeah, it was good, good time. 
Did you have a good celebration of Emmanuel, yeah. God with us coming? Yeah, it was good. Uh, you know, my family every year, uh, my dad reads the uh, the Christmas story and, uh, you know, goes through all the different um, parts of the Gospels that talk about it. And that's always been, uh, you know, kind of looking back when I was young, it was like, oh, my gosh, let's open the presents, you know. But <laughs> now looking back, I really appreciate that so much more. And I'm glad that that's something that we do uh, every year. Yeah, I got to do that with my folks in Meridian, Mississippi. By the way, they are listening. And uh, my mom's 85th birthday was yesterday. Oh, wow. Happy 85. And just uh, a few months ago she had covid mm. and was really she really didn't do very well and uh had some uh you know some complications from that and uh she's feeling better now but mom i love you and so glad that um that god brought you onto the earth and he <laughs> made you my mom and taught me the word through you and dad and just so thankful for you and thankful for your prayers through all those years of me trying to figure out life and uh so grateful and uh you're a great mom and i wish you the best uh for 2021 and uh happy birthday to you and um just very thankful we got to see her at christmas and i got to do that with my mom and dad and my family around we got to read that story and just be reminded of the incarnation also want to give a shout out to one of the swat guys moms who listens up in georgia Polly Gilbreth. Thank mm. you, Polly, for being a regular listener up there. Uh, Eddie's awesome. We love him and so glad he's become part of SWAT. And uh, he was just telling me about you listening. And uh, we appreciate you and listeners all over Georgia and Virginia and Mississippi and Florida. Yeah. And even out in Idaho. Uh, James Graham, Happy New Year to you out there. Thankful for all that you do to help us. And just so, uh, so grateful for your prayers. Pray for us as we go into 2021. Obviously, a lot going on this week. Uh, very historical uh, for us in our lifetime. Uh, I think it happened once before where they made an objection to elections, and and I don't want to get into all that right now. But uh, but you know, uh, 12, 13 senators I think now have mm-hmm. have said they are ob- objecting and calling for a commission on the election, along with. I think the number's up to 120 or 130 congressmen. Mm. And so that's a significant issue. And one poll said 49%. Another poll said 39% of the people in this country surveyed believe that the election was fraudulent and that it should not go as it was. Well, that's a problem in our country Mm -hmm. because – We've always, um, I don't ever remember, I mean, I remember people making general claims, but there's been evidence produced and people are saying there is no evidence. I mean, you can literally see videos of people uh, shredding ballots in response to an audit being called by Mm -hmm. a, a state legislature. You can see people filling out ballots on a video and being caught in the act by a poll watcher and that being discarded as well as not. So I'm just saying whether it's Donald Trump or Joe Biden, the issue is not who ultimately is president. The issue is, are we going to have free and fair elections? And mm-hmm. as people who have a voice in our country, the very least we can do 
is say, we need to investigate this. Let's be transparent. I don't think there's anything wrong with looking at that. And uh, that's that's not um, anti-patriotic. You know, it's not uh, divisive. It's just saying we want to make sure that it's transparent. Nobody would do that if, if you thought, you, let's say you came to the police and you brought fraud to them and everybody around you just said, no, nah, there was no fraud involved. You'd get upset. So people are naturally getting upset about it. So I think that there needs to be some kind of investigation or looking at the evidence on a broad scale because none of it has been legally, I mean, not legally, but uh, presented in such a way where it's really heard. Because when you talk about, you know, I've heard people talk about Will Barr, William Barr, the attorney general. Well, when he's looking at evidence, he's looking at it from a point of criminal intent. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's a very hard standard sometimes to uh, to obtain. So people, just like they didn't prosecute Hillary Clinton because they said, well, it's 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 hard. They knew that would be hard to prove, even though I think they could have. You know, and I don't want to get off into that, but anyway. I think both those things are just political stuff that don't really have much to do with the law and what's, you well, know, you know what uh, I mean? Well, like, well, just from a legal perspective, I know that intent is a very tough thing to prove. You've got to have some documentary evidence or good testimonial evidence to prove intent. Now, there are laws that don't require intent. Right, that's what But, I was, but mm-hmm. I'm talking about where there's conspiracy and stuff mm-hmm. there's got to be a criminal intent but all that to say you know going forward we we need to pray for our leaders we need to pray for our country that's biblical for for us to do that and you know there's there's a lot going on i want to play something we we're about to go to break here pretty soon but already the shenanigans are starting with um the speaker trying to change gender or the the language used yeah it, i can tell you if it's going there it's going to be coming out to schools to mm-hmm. be in your workplace it's going to be everywhere mm-hmm. uh and we as believers are we going to be people who speak the truth or are we going to be cowed into uh adherence to things that is untrue that's a lie uh, to, I mean, to say that you are not a man, you're not a woman. God, mm-hmm. it, the Bible's very clear. He made man and he made woman. Yeah. And and we had a representative. I think his name was Cleaver, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, um, who um, who l- kind of opened up the prayer. I'm going to play this. Yeah. Um, if I can get it up here to the microphone, we, we're because we're in the studio. I'm going to do it like this. But I just want you to hear how he ended his prayer, if I can play this real quick. A man and a woman. (laughs) Now, that that was not edited in any way. He ended his prayer by saying, a man and a woman, which is just ridiculous because a man is a Hebrew, started as a Hebrew term to end the prayer saying, so be it, what God intends it. So when we come back, I want to pick up on that. All right, so we will be back with more after the break. Uh, Stay tuned. You are listening to SWAT Radio. We're so glad you're back after the uh, New Year break, and we'll be right back. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. 
You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. David Crowder, welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And if you are just joining us uh, in the first segment, we usually take the time to talk about the news of the day, just kind of what's been going on. And since we've been gone for three weeks now and it's a new year, we've been uh, just debriefing on that and going over. And all the crazy stuff going on in our country and all that um, just and and that ridiculous ending to a prayer and it was ridiculous really i'm going to play it again because in case you just tuned in i think his name is representative cleaver he led the the prayer of the opening of the 117th congress and he was a minister from 1979 to 2009 i think yeah something like that yeah yeah uh (laughs) he was a minister and i think he was trying to be politically correct or something and so anyway if you didn't hear it this is how he ended his prayer. I'm going to sh- I'm play it one more time for those that missed th- what he said. This, this is the lunacy that is hitting our United States Congress mm-hmm. when somebody does something like this, invoking God's name or calling out to God. But he, like you said and point out before we go, and I want to point out, 
it's not in this clip, but he prayed to all the gods represented mm-hmm. to Brahma, he, which was an name, Indian. Yeah. yeah, he by name him and other gods. So, but then this is how he ended here. Listen. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths. A man and a woman. That's just ridiculous. It really is. When to close the prayer out with a man and a woman reveals (laughs) that, one, he doesn't even understand that a man was a Hebrew term yeah. that actually was a response from the people when God spoke to the people through Moses or, or when he spoke through others, they would say amen. It occurs in the Hebrew Bible 30 times and 12 times in Deuteronomy. And, you know, this word was kind of carried over into Greek and and we've adopted it as also at the end, you see it at the end a lot of times in Psalms or or, or in other places, they'll say amen. And we even say it at the end of our prayers. Mm-hmm. We say amen. It's not a gendered term. Yeah, It is a spiritual term, but that's just the lunacy that you see out there. So that was, and you, and I did have that part in the clip where yeah. he prayed to Brahma, which uh, that's one reason I don't think I could ever be a chaplain in the military because they're required mm-hmm. to do that. And I, I appreciate those who have done that, but I, I can't do that. Yeah. I mean, I, what I mean, I appreciate, I guess I, I just could not pray to another God. Mm, yeah. I, I can't, yeah. can't do that for somebody. I'm, could, would that, would you consider that apostasy to do that? Or is that, you know what I mean? Like, cause we talked about that, uh, when we were going through Hebrews, uh, is why that, would you that to ever, me seems like a turning yeah, away. Yeah, from, why would you ever pray to another God? Uh, I mean, I, I think that's a, even if somebody wants to, mm-hmm. could you ever see Abraham doing that? Mm-mm. Could you see Peter doing that? Mm-mm. I couldn't see anybody that was a true follower of the one true living God doing that. Yeah. And so, but you know, it started with the secularization of our country mm-hmm. where they started saying in the military, you have all faiths represented. And so the chaplains had to represent all the faiths to people. So if a guy says, I'm a witch, then you've got to pray prayers to whatever the witch gods are. I don't yeah. know. So, but I just thought, you know, what what he prayed at the end, it, it just, a men and a woman was really, that's just very revealing uh-huh. of, of where they want to take our country, especially with what Pelosi did, mm-hmm. uh, Speaker Pelosi, to talk about the gender neutral and I just see that being a trend that is going to impact us and our culture. It's going to impact schools. It's going to impact government language because what's going up there is going to start filtering down to state mm-hmm. legislatures and city councils and everywhere else. And I'm just not going to, I'm not going to use that terminology. And And I think before we broke Taylor for Christmas, you were telling me about a guy who got fired from a local high school or at least got placed on mm-hmm. leave because he refused to refer to a biological female as a male or vice versa. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember which way, but yeah, it was... Um, it was like Fletcher or Sandalwood, one of yeah, those, I think. Mm, I think it was Sandalwood. It was here in uh, Duval County, yeah. uh, Florida. But yeah, and, and that's, you know, a lot of people think, well, what's the big deal about, you know, uh, using that language? It makes people feel however, but 
you know, we don't realize, or I think a lot of us don't realize that that is trying a form of control. Oh, you know absolutely. I mean? And if you accept that, there's other things. You're, you're walking a fine line and you're walking down a road towards really being accepting of anything, including giving up your faith, I, I would say. Well, I think well, all that, but between the mask, between the uh, control measures that they're putting in place, you can't go here, you can't go here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and in New York, you were sharing with me earlier, they just entered, one guy introduced a, a uh, bill up there to say that if you are sick with COVID, they can detain you. Well, even if and, you're suspected of or having it. If you're it, suspected yeah. of it, they can um, detain you and then hold you in a medical facility for up to 60 days. Mm-hmm. Now, and I think about that. That's without your consent. Yeah. So that's like what they were doing in China, where they would just go out to these people's houses and take them away. And, and so, you know, one of the biggest problems, I think, for evangelicals and i want to speak to the evangelicals that may be listening is where are you getting your truth from Mm. i mean i hope and pray that you spend every day with god and his word so that you at least have god's word pouring into you and his spirit leading you to be able to discern truth from error Mm -hmm. because our media all across the board, and I don't care whether it's Fox News, CNN, I think it's all manipulated. Mm-hmm. I think it's all manipulated, and, you know, I, it's just really sad to me that we are so brainwashed. And, you know, I was thinking about it the other day. I was thinking about, look at what's happened to our country. How many FedEx UPS trucks did you see in your neighborhood? Not many. But I bet you saw a lot of blue trucks. Mm. There were a lot of Amazon trucks. Most people I talked to, they ordered their Christmas stuff on Amazon. Mm -hmm. They didn't go shop. Most most people didn't even go out. So look what's happening. We're centralizing our way to buy. Amazon is one of the most manipulated places you could ever buy. You know why? Because every time you search, they have all your interests. They've already Mm -hmm. got it. When you buy stuff. They log it and they keep it. And that's why if you look at things, you start getting ads for those things you looked at that pop up on your email. Hey, we saw you looking at these. Look at all these options. Yeah. And and they're on sale. Even though they may not be on sale, mm-hmm. they just say they're on sale because everybody likes a sale price. Right. But but Amazon is controlling our merchandise and our material things. Uh, so much so that people even buying their groceries there. Yeah. Right. That's one thing. Now think about our source of information, Google, mm-hmm. the internet. Um, that they, they are manipulating information. Mm. They manipulate what your results are when you do a search. Yep. So I'm encouraging everybody to do what I did. I use DuckDuckGo now. They don't do that. Mm. At least right now they don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they won't in the future, and if they do. That'll come out, too. But we know Google does. It's already people who used to work at Google have put that out there. Mm-hmm. So um, same with Facebook and Twitter and all those places. We are so manipulated. The only place that we're not, right, is the Bible. Yeah. It's it's written thousands of years ago. It's not changing. It's there. But, you know, more and more people 
are going to the Bible on their devices. Mm, yeah. And here's the thing. What's to say that they don't manipulate that? Mm-hmm. Because most people don't know the Bible well enough to know if it's manipulated or not. Yeah. I mean, like, I, if you read through the Bible enough, you know what it's supposed to say. But I dare say, let's say, just for, for grins, let's say uh, software developers went in and they manipulated some of these Bible versions people get on their iPad or their phone. Mm-hmm. Most people, if they were subtle, would never even know. Yep. And would be a frog in a kettle just because they don't know the scriptures. They don't have a hard copy. Most of them don't read a hard copy. And and so it's just something that we should think about, about how we're manipulated because it's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, the, the bad news. The good news is if your faith's in Jesus and if you are his, he's going to lead you and expose that stuff. The question is, are you going to be... Uh, strong enough in the faith to follow what he reveals to you or are you going to cower to the demands around you and you know it's it's just really interesting taylor to me the times we're living in i i bet my wife said to me at least half a dozen times you know I, you know i feel like the lord's coming back soon i mm-hmm. feel like we're getting close mm-hmm. uh these things are being set up i mean i don't know if you saw Germany's doing stuff with the Middle East, supplying arms over there now, mm. they're doing a big arms deal. The EU is in a partnership with China. Uh, oh, wow. Did you see that? They're, they're doing this big trade deal with China mm. that we're not a part of. Mm. Um, and I tell you, and most folks out there are completely oblivious to the Chinese influence over our politics. Yeah. And, and and even the fact that they made a $700 billion, some kind of investment into the port of Savannah. Did you know that? Mm-mm. I yeah. mean, think about that. Yeah, it, it is uh, frightening when you really think about it. And unfortunately, not enough of us are actually putting our minds to that word, you know. So what do we do? Well, when we come back, I want to talk about 2021 going forward, what we do. All right. We will be back with more after the news. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That is at SWAT Radio Talk. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to SWAT Radio. That was Austin French with Freedom Hymn. If you are just joining us, we have been talking uh, really uh, about what's been going on in our lives in the past uh, three weeks that since we've been uh, on the air, and then also talking about what's going on in the country as of late. And then we're going to be talking uh, this week about the new year and what um, what the Bible says. Uh, well, how do we how yeah. do we res- respond? When we don't know how to respond. Yeah, yeah. Because the truth is, right now, there's a lot going on in our country, uh, whether it's coronavirus, whether it's election fraud, whether you perceive there's fraud, or whether you think there's no fraud. Um, what, what, what's, you know, the future of our country right now? What's the future of our lives? You know, when they talk about potential lockdowns, mm-hmm. uh, when they talk about... Um, you know, elections have consequences and we're going to see, you know, we got a big election in Georgia of these two senators determining whether um, there's a, a democratically controlled Senate like the House. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you have both houses and the presidency and, yeah. and the presidency, if uh, Biden gets in there, mm-hmm. well, that'll be crazy as far as. uh the Christian true believers. I'm not talking about people that just go to church. I'm talking about people that have a deep commitment to follow Jesus Christ, who believe in truth, who are unashamed to speak the truth uh, about men and women being uh, God's created beings that are designed to be married and produce families as defined by the Bible, not defined by culture. You know, culture doesn't get to define what a man and woman is. Culture doesn't get to define marriage. It can. It can try. Mm-hmm. But God's the ultimate arbiter of it all. Yeah. And his word uh, says one day the bills come due. Mm. One day he will judge. And until that day, we have our responsibilities to speak the truth. And the question is, how do we respond as believers when we don't know how to go forward um that and, and i was reminded really of second chronicles 20 and back in second chronicles chapter 20 verse 12 it's a it's really a picture it's a great verse i've shared this you know at, at several uh, chapels that i did for the nfl and uh, i i just because you go into those chapels and those guys struggle your dad was a player you know they struggle a lot especially if you got a lot of injuries mm-hmm. or they're having a tough year. And I, I love it because Jehoshaphat was the king, and the Moabites and the Ammonites had surrounded him, and they were coming against him, and he was outnumbered. He didn't know what to do. And so he says uh, in verse 12, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. In other words, when you're in trouble – and you can't even speak, you just look to God. Yeah. And I know that there have been people, um, I know my cousin lost her husband. That was very painful to COVID. It happened so quick. Mm. One minute he's there, one minute he's not. Uh, I know my mom uh, dealing with COVID and my dad dealing with pain. W- one minute you're you're okay, but the next minute you're not. Or, or you have a pain that won't ever go away. You have a relationship you can't mend. 
you have things that you can't repair and it's out of your control. And so you're going, what do I do, God? I don't know what you want me to do. Well, when it's in those moments that you have to look to him, not for what he does to take you out of the pain, but you look to him to strengthen you because of the hope he gives you that this isn't all there is. Mm-hmm. Because if you believe that this all there is, man, then I'd be living for pleasure every moment mm-hmm. of every day. Yeah. If this was all there is, why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you go for all the money you could get and all the pleasure you could get? But I don't believe that. I don't believe you believe that. Mm-mm. Yeah. And if you call yourself a believer, you know, you you have to rely on God's word. Now, here's a question for you. Um, one, is God's word and time with him a priority for you? It's one of those things that we all know. It's kind of like flossing your teeth. You know you ought to do it, mm. but we find so many reasons not to. Yeah. And I, and, I, and I don't mean to say reading God's word is this, this light mm-hmm. floss in right. your teeth, but I'm just saying that it's something that we all know we need to do. It should be a priority, but it just slips through the cracks. You wake up late. You say, I'll do it at the end of the day. The mm-hmm. day gets pushed. You end up not doing it. And, you know, a friend of mine, uh, we've had him on the program a couple of times. He's a pastor out in uh, Houston, Texas. Jeff Wells, he was a marathoner for years. And uh, he wrote a book called Unhurried Time with God, and he gave me a copy. I I saw him when we were traveling, Mm. and um, I was reading it just devotionally. And I really encourage you, you, when you have time or you make time for God, you know, try to read his word, spend time with him. And it's also helpful for me. It may not be for you, but for me, other people that are that I have known that have modeled a real godly uh, relationship mm-hmm. or old dead guys that had mm-hmm. one that finished, you know, and right. had that. I like reading those devotionally, too, to hear about the way God moved in their life mm-hmm. in hopes that he might move in my life that way. And, uh, you know, it doesn't it doesn't substitute for God's word, right. but it supplements it. And not that it needs a supplement, but I just like it because it's very practical. But in his book, Unhurried Time with God, the first thing he says we got to do is we've got to allow time with God to be the priority in our life. And if it's not, the first thing that gets taken off your schedule is the things of low priority. Mm. So if his word and time with him in relationship is a high priority, guess what? You're going to make time for it. Yeah. I mean, you've been married a short time. You've got a child, mm-hmm. right, Selah? Yep. Spending time with Selah is a priority to you. Mm-hmm. Spending time with your family is a priority to you. You know why? Because I called you a bunch. We talk uh, about things other than what we talk about on air, and I'll call you a lot of times, hey, you want to do this? Nope, I can't. I'm with my family today. Yeah. Or we're going over this. All those things show what your priority are, or priorities are. And there's nothing wrong with family being a priority. Is the word of God a priority for our lives? Because if it's not, it just what happens is it becomes an obligation for us. We'll read it every now and then. Mm-hmm. And so instead of filtering God's word or putting God's word into our life, 
and letting that be the filter through which we see everything and that time with God in the morning, it's almost like, remember when you played football, but you didn't just go put on your equipment and show up on the field. Mm. What happened before you went out on the field? You talked to the coach, right? Because the coach knew the game plan. Mm -hmm. Nobody just shows up and walks out on the field. The coach gets everybody in, and what does he do? He says, okay, guys, this is what we're going to do. And he's the one calling the plays. Well, in the same way, when we get up and we just go about our day and we never spend time with God, it's like putting on your equipment and going out on the field, never consulting with a coach to find out what he even wants. Yeah. You don't even know what he wants. You're just out there trying to do life on your own. And then when you can't make a play work because you keep going one way and the team's going the other way, you go, okay, man, what's wrong? And God's saying, hey, why don't you check with me? Mm -hmm. Come on, spend some time with me. I love you. I want you to love me back. And I I don't know if that is helpful in explaining, but I think it's easy for reading God's word and then spending time praying with him to be so obligatory, it feels like a weight instead of a privilege. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. What What about when, you know, because sometimes to be disciplined, it feels like a weight, right? So, I'm, it and then eventually it moves through privilege. Does that ever happen with you where it's like, oh, man, I really got this to do, I got this to do, but I'm making the time to, uh, you know, set my priorities straight and make sure that I read every day. Yeah. Does, does that, is it bad if that no, feels I, like a I, I drag think, every once in well, a while? You know uh, what I mean? Okay. You know, in any relationship, whether it's marriage, whether mm-hmm. it's with your family, it, there's a up and down yeah. of the relationship. Sometimes exactly, you yeah. feel really, really close. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you feel distant, but the, but the, the priority of being with that person is still in a priority yeah. to you, mm-hmm. even though you may not feel it, you know that you love them and you want to be there. What's the same with, with, I mean, I, I think I've used this with you before. Could you imagine marrying Ari, your wife? And then the day after you get married, you say, Oh morning. And then you leave, you don't <laughs> say anything else. That's it. You just say good morning. And when you come home, Oh, Hey, and you go to bed. I mean, can you imagine that? That's yeah, no relationship. No. Mm-mm. But a lot of people, oh, and, and then you say, oh, Ari, can you do this for me? Oh, Ari, I need this. Yeah. Ari, hey, I need you to do this. And so all you do is make demands on Ari and give her the, what I call superficial greetings. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of our prayers are like. Yeah. And, and we don't, listen, God gave his word as a love letter to us. And, you know, we read it not out of obligation, but to, to gain wisdom. Yeah. To gain strength and wealth. Because where does our wealth, wisdom, and strength come from? It's from Him. Mm -hmm. And that's the greatest wisdom, uh, strength, and wealth that you can have is by being connected to the one true living God. When we come back, we'll kind of finish. And if people want to call, you're welcome to call them. All right, we'll be back with more after break. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, 
then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. David Crowder, welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, we have been talking um, about, well, in the first segment, we talked about the news of the day and kind of getting back uh, after being gone for three weeks. And now we've kind of moved into talking about what to do when we don't know what to do. And so that's what we've been, uh, that's going to be kind of our theme of the week. And if you would like to join the discussion or have any questions about that, please call us at one 1- Eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. That's one eight four four triple seven SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask at SWATradio.com. Um, you know, Taylor was talking about prayer before mm-hmm. we left, and I wanted to get read a quote from Martin Luther, who uh, said, "If I fail to spend two hours in prayer each morning, the devil gets the victory through the day. Mm. I have so much business." I cannot go without spending three hours daily in prayer. In Mm. other words, he said, I have so much work to do that I got to take the first three hours of my day to pray about all the work that I want to get done. Mm. Now, I'm not telling people to go out and spend three hours in prayer. I mean, that I'm just saying it ought to be a priority to start your day with prayer and God's word. And um, when I was reading my friend's book, Unhurried, time with god like i think so often we just try to knock it out Mm. to get it done Mm -hmm. instead of going in there saying good morning god how are you it's different for everybody we we try to i I think we go into it we look for especially as guys we look for um we look for methods or patterns that we can emulate Mm. And some, you know, everybody's a little different. Like my friend Jeff, who wrote the book, he has to walk around when he prays. Like he he mm. doesn't like praying mm. sitting in a corner or on his knees. 
he walks around. That's just the way he prays. Mm. And so he'll read the word and then he'll get up and start pacing and, and, and walking and praying as he's walking. But it's everybody. But, you know, what? whatever we value the most is usually what takes priority in our daily schedule. And I can honestly say I, I, I do fluctuate at times. There's times that I feel more passionate about it. But I want to do it every day because I know pouring God's word into me every day is more important than pouring any podcast, mm-hmm. any news uh, bits. Pouring his word into me is the most important thing that goes into me. And it's like even this morning I was reading, and uh, there's lots of different reading plans you can do. You know, I encourage everyone listening, if you've never read through the Bible in a year, take 2021 and say, I want to read through the Bible. You can go, there. There, there is an app for a phone that gives you a reading plan. And I would encourage you to, to look at, the, there's several. Professor Horner, you read 10 chapters a day. It's, mm-hmm. it's a pretty ambitious plan. I've done that a few times. There's the McShane reading plan, which I like because it's different um, parts of Scripture. Like right now, I'm reading from Genesis. I'm reading from Ezra. I'm reading from Matthew, and I'm reading from uh, Acts. Mm. So I'm reading a chapter every day from those four books. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, but there's others that starts in Genesis and just read straight through. Um, So there's lots of different Bible reading plans. Uh, There's an NIV study Bible reading plan. Um, There's a group, uh, I think... um, uh, one pastor locally is challenging people to do the Bible project. I don't know if you've ever seen that. That's a good group out of the Northwest. Mm. They, they've gone on YouTube and they put these, um, these instructive videos out there about different books of the Bible that explain the book in about five minutes. And it's really good, mm. but they've got a reading plan. So just find one of them, set a time, a place and decide on how you want to do it. You know, whether you want to read and then pray or pray and then read. But I always encourage people, whether they, you know, pray after they read the Bible or before, if you if you pray after, always at least ask God to reveal himself and to mm-hmm. feed your soul as you read. And then just pour it in. You know, sometimes I'll read and I'll, I'll come to a spot and I may meditate on that. And I may not read the rest till later in the day yeah. or other times I may just read it and read straight through it. Um, I, I'm, I'm not necessarily taking notes about everything. I'm ingesting it mm-hmm. as a love letter that God wrote to me. So uh, that it, you know what, um, uh, let me think of the guy's name. I can't remember it right now. Uh, New morning mercies. He wrote a devotional man. I'm having, um, uh, my brain is just fried, Taylor. <laughs> I don't know if it's the holidays or or what. Um, New Morning Mercies. T- Trip. Trip. Paul yeah, David Paul, Tripp. Yep. All right. All right. It came to me before. Right before I got yeah, right it. Before yeah, right before you did. Okay. Paul David Tripp. Uh, anyway, he says the Bible is a big picture book uh, calling us to big picture living. Mm. And when we think about going into 2021, 
Are we living for the moment? Because that's what our world says. Yeah. Jesus doesn't say live for the moment. He says live for eternity. Mm-hmm. Are we living in light of eternity when we make our daily choices? Are we? Are the things that we're thinking about, you know, the Bible really, if you read the Bible, the people that live for the moment are the ones that blew it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's calling us to uh, kind of not shrink our thoughts down to this little segment of time, mm-hmm. but to look beyond. And that's what I would say, whether it's the election or COVID, whatever. Uh, you and I have had several discussions about it. What's happening in light of eternity with everything going on? Are are we putting God on display? I mean, listen, we we should be able to have conversations about the election saying you know what i think there's fraud there and you should be able to say i don't and we'll say okay well how would we resolve that Mm -hmm. well one way to resolve it is to do an audit and check and see what it is that's an easy way why why wouldn't we do that uh i don't understand why there's a problem with that but some people feel like it is or or covid you know um, dealing with COVID and the things with COVID, um, we, we need to live in light of eternity, not in light of the moment. Mm-hmm. And so I just think that going forward, thinking about our time with God, we got to allow him to be the priority in our life. Um, we've got to be reminded that that which we value most holds its spot in our daily schedule yeah, or at least our regular schedule, mm-hmm. I would say. And then, uh, as far as reading the Bible, getting God's word into us, we got. If you don't set a time and place, probably ain't going to happen. If you don't make a commitment mm-hmm. to it, like I know when you were playing football, you got practice every day. Yep, Same you got time. a time yep. and a place mm-hmm. every day. Why? Because you were training. Mm-hmm. Well, in the same way, when we get up in the morning, or when I get up in the morning, that's my time to go in there and say, "Okay, God." What do you want me to know from your word today? What is there in here that helps me have wisdom that strengthens me to follow you and that makes me understand that my wealth is not in the world? I said it this morning, like the Levites, you're my portion. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. the Levites, they didn't own land. Right. Yeah. God was their portion because you know why? God can give them any land in the world. Mm hmm. I mean, I think we forget that sometimes as believers. God can do anything, anytime, any place he chooses to. So if he doesn't, we got to come back to that verse in Second Chronicles twenty twelve that says, Hey, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Yeah. And we didn't even get into Isaiah forty <laughs> today, which I want to get into because that is one of the great passages in the Bible on the sovereignty of God and his mercy for us, his love for us. Because if you know somebody loves you, and you know they're the most powerful being ever, I mean, is there any greater security than that? Mm. I mean, so so where does the problem come in for us? Yeah. We, we either doubt that he's the most powerful being ever, that he's real, or we doubt that he really loves us. Yeah, or, or we're living in the moment, like you were talking about, instead of living with eternity in mind. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's a that's a good reminder, because I think that that's going to be something that, you know, we as Christians who want to live by 
um, God's edicts are going to be faced with, you know? Yeah. And, and at some point in your life, and I, it seems to me like it's, you know, going to become real present and real obvious, but, you know, could maybe I'm, I'm wrong and it might just be in little everyday things. Well, yeah. But it's something to, to remember. Well, we are being manipulated every day by the media. In fact, I was just reading an article, and I know we only got a minute or two, but um, there was an article about uh, Warnock because he's a pastor mm-hmm. up in Georgia running. And and this is what the article says. It was written in The Hill, right? Mm. Um, not only do Warnock's detractors ignore history in the Bible, but their intolerance of differing perspectives deepens the, the American extreme social, cultural, and political divide. The hypocrisy of Republicans who attack his faith uh, because the Bible makes no mention of abortion. This remarkable silence, along with the first Christian's divergent views on the issue, deflates sweeping claims that the Bible is clear on abortion. This is what they're writing, right? And and they go on to say, most important, or more importantly, up until the late 1970s, most evangelicals believed that life began at birth in stark contrast to the movement's present orthodoxy. So this is the... The propaganda that's being pushed out there. Now, I'll tell you, you go back and look in the Old Testament and see what God said to people that sacrifice children. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the sin. Mm-hmm. It's the sacrificing of children for pleasure, yep. for your own agenda. It's, it, God says, I knew you in the womb. So that we have to know the scriptures to be able to defend against that kind of stuff. So yeah. anyway, we'll be back tomorrow with more of this week, and hopefully we'll get into Isaiah 40. Yep. All right, you've been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. This is SWAT Radio. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening spiritual